It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Open at them. Fresh and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on, the coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. What's up, my nerds? Nerds! I work with a bunch of nerds. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Rise and shine, nerds. Welcome to the Back Row Morning Show, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network and the official exclusive morning show for LTN Radio. I'm Radio Matt. I'm the station manager for LTN Radio. I'm a third-generation radio dude and a lifelong nerd. Also, I forgot what my (laughs) thing about myself was supposed to be. Hold on. It was... Oh, yeah, I'm, I was going to say I'm, I'm deathly terrified of clowns. You've already said that before. But now it's part of the thing. Like, it's never been my thing that I open up with. Pretty sure it has been. And I'm Mo, the shorter yet louder, and some might even say smarter. Smart aleck ear. Counterpart <laughs> of the back row. I'm a wife, mom, super fan of all things friends, and I have a debilitating fear of sneezing while driving and getting into an accident. Who? You know what? That's not a uh, uh, far-fetched fear to have because yeah. I remember I was like 16 or 17 and I sneezed like three times in a row while I was driving. Didn't even realize I ran right through a red light. Yeah, see? Luckily, nobody else was at the intersection, but had someone been, I would have plowed right into them. Yeah. So it's always been a fear of mine, but just this past week I was driving, and I was driving during more of a um, busy time of the day, going to pick up Topher from the high school, and there was a car directly to my left, and then like a work truck yeah it was a pickup truck but more of like a yeah like the tool thing in the bed and all that yeah and it had the steel flat bed Mm, okay Okay. yeah yeah yeah. so it would have really done some damage (laughs) um directly in front of me and there's really no way for me to like veer off or get off the side of the anything and i had a sneezing fit And I sneezed four times and it was one of those sneezes where prior to the sneeze, you can feel it coming on and it makes your eyes water Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and your nose is burning. And so the entire time I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my God, please don't let me wreck. Please don't let me wreck. Just guide the car, guide the car, Lord, because I know I'm about to have to close my eyes repeatedly for a few seconds, several seconds, and I'm not going to be able to see what's happening. Oh my goodness. Yep. And then I sneezed four times, really heavy sneezes. And the whole time, please God. Please, God, please keep me safe. Please protect me. <sighs> Obviously, wow. he did. Yeah, yeah But yeah. it definitely just reaffirmed that whole, like, significant fear of <laughs> sneezing and wrecking. What a way to die, too. Right? She died doing what she loved, sneezing, sneezing. in traffic. <laughs> Uh, today on the show, uh, the new CDC guidelines are, 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 are super confusing. Are they seriously? <laughs> We've also got weird news, a who said it quiz, a Twitter poll, five random facts, and more. We've got so much more to talk about than that. It's, 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 I mean, that's like 20% of the show. Listen, I, mean, it's I wouldn't just, even it's be right. upset if they just stopped listening now. They heard CDC guidelines and they're like, I'm out. I'll catch y'all tomorrow. I wish I could do the same, uh, friends. I'm really, really committed to just hitting that 30 episodes of this, and then we're done. 
So this is episode 28. Eight. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just two more after this. <laughs> I don't I don't even know. Oh, man. But first, today is Monday, May 10th, 2021, and we got some holidays to celebrate. That's right. It's National Clean Your Room Day. Clean your dang room. Listen to me. Clean your room. <laughs> it doesn't matter if my room is clean or not. Clean your room. Every night, it is a war. We have two boys who barely have any toys that are ever put out during the day, most days of the week, because they're usually spending half the day somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And still, what should take five minutes to just pick up and put away is a 45-minute long screaming match, because they decide they have to wrestle over who gets to put away what specific toy to the point where every night I wind up having just to go in there and sit down and just monitor them and order them around. You pick that up. You pick that up. You put that there. You mm-hmm. put that there. It's just, it's. You want me to tell you what to do? It's nuts. Get a timer. Mm. Okay. And like one that has the numbers on it so they can watch it. Mm. Okay. And put it in their room. And you set that timer for whatever you think is a reasonable time. Five minutes, seven minutes, whatever. And you say, Okay. When the timer goes off, whatever toy isn't picked up and put away, it's going in the trash. (laughs) And when that timer goes off, you walk in with a trash bag. Now, listen, you don't have to really throw it away, but you put it in the trash bag and then you put it somewhere for an extended period of time where they think it's thrown away. (laughs) Okay. Then you sneak it back in. You sneak it back in. Like a week later. Yeah. Like a month later. So sneak it back in and... You'll be able to see their little brains process again. Like, wait a minute. Did I dream that? I thought dad threw this away. I'm not going to say anything about it because I'm just glad I got it back. <laughs> but it works. The timer thing's not a bad idea. It works. I might do that. I might try that. I mean, you're going to have to throw things away. Yeah. Quote unquote, throw yeah. things away. Yeah. Because it's all part of the learning yeah. process. I don't hate that idea. I'm telling you, it works. <clears throat> What else? What other holiday? Oh, it's also National Shrimp Day. Yes. But is it's it like... my Christmas. No, but listen. <laughs> is it like shrimp as in the crustacean that lives in the sea? Or is it shrimp as in me? No. And all those <laughs> of my same height? No, it's the food. Oh. Uh, it's it's one of my favorite foods. I I'm I know that God loves me because he had me be born during... Uh, Red Lobster's Shrimp Fest. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) most of my birthdays have been spent at Red Lobster. That's fair. With never-ending shrimp. Shrimp, yeah. Oh, my Mm -hmm. goodness. I, yeah, I'm a huge shrimp fan as well. uh, I love some shrimp. That that, uh, Bubba character from... uh, Bubba Gump? Yeah. Mm -hmm. When he goes on that list of all the different shrimps. Mm Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the first time I watched that, I'm like, "Yep, yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes, yeah. uh huh, mm-hmm. yeah. please bring mm-hmm. some." Yeah. <laughs> I will say this though, I do not like lobster. No, yeah, it's me disgusting. neither. And it's really the same, mostly the same texture and everything. But Ooh, I can't see, get away. I don't think around. so. The part that I like the tail, like the tail, is right. about the same. Texture. It feels way more rubbery to me. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean a little bit, but I mean generally the same, same yeah. ballpark. Yeah. And I don't know that you can actually cook lobster, even if you like remove the meat from the tail. I don't know that you can cook it the same way that you can cook shrimp. Shrimp's much more versatile, yeah. Yeah. I mean, can we bread lobster tail and fry it up? 
I feel like I feel like that's a thing. I don't know. I don't know. It's typically mixed with something. Maybe. Like you can have coconut breaded shrimp, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or fried shrimp and it's not mixed with anything. But when you have something that's fried and it's lobster, it's like mac and cheese and lobster. Mm, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Or it's always mixed with something else. So lobster, I'm wondering. Pizza, stuff yeah. Like that. Yeah. I'm wondering if it's just not, if it doesn't hold up as well as mm. shrimp does. Well, I definitely put shrimp. Far above lobster. Oh yeah, but uh, crab, even though they're sea bugs, listen, I mean, crab is number one. Sea bugs. No, no. Yes. No. Yes. Crab is hot garbage. Yes. I eat lobster crab, long before I eat crab. Crab, then shrimp, <laughs> then mud bugs. Ugh, no, <laughs> not mm-hmm. the mud bugs. Yes. No. Oh. No. 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 Mm. All right. How's your week been, Mo? <laughs> it was good. It was Teacher Appreciation Week. Oh, it was. So I got a whole heck of a lot of gifts. Oh, how nice. Uh-huh. What was the best one? In oh, case they're man. <laughs> there were several that were really good. Um, one day we had little personal pizzas delivered to us from one of our students for lunch. That was really That's sweet. That's pretty dope. Yeah, that was really sweet. Um, we had, I had like this uh, drink dispenser. That was given to us. It was filled with um, straws and cups. Mm, oh, little uh, lemonade flavoring things. Mm. And it had a little card on it that said, thanks for making this year easy peasy lemon squeezy. <laughs> it was cute. It was really, it was a really, I like that. Yeah. Like outside the box teacher yeah. gift idea. I really yeah. liked it. That's pretty neat. The best teacher gift that I saw given, though, it came from the same family that gave us the drink dispensers, um, but to another teacher. Yeah. It was a little basket that had two family-sized bags of Tostino's tortilla chips, a thing of queso, a thing of salsa, avocados, the um, like seasoning pack for guacamole, and the little card read... Nacho average teacher. <laughs> I thought that was brilliant. That's pretty, pretty cute. Mm-hmm. Pretty cute. Yep. Uh, we are in the middle of the process of my uh, getting my mom moved. Okay. To uh, New Bronzefuls. New Bronzefuls. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Right outside of uh, San Antonio. Uh huh. And uh, it's going poorly. Why? <laughs> Well, number one, my mom has not started packing her house yet. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> she's she's moving Tuesday, <laughs> which from when we're recording is like five days away, four days away. But, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> unfortunately, I'm out of town tomorrow. Uh, I am busy catching up on all the work that I should have been doing tomorrow on Sunday. Uh, so I'll have Monday to help her. And then, uh, my brother, uh, who, who she, who she's going to live with, they're all moving together to uh, San Antonio. He'll be here on Tuesday. He'll be doing most of the work. That's all I'm saying. Jeez. Does, is he at least aware of the work that he? <laughs> I I feel like he must be, because he hasn't reached out to me expecting me to be over there and help. So I feel like he's expecting to come and pack everything up. There's not a lot. I mean, she lives alone at this point. 
uh, half the stuff that she owns has been packed up since long before my father passed away from when they first moved there. So yeah. half of it's already in boxes. You just don't realize how much stuff you have mm-hmm. until you start packing. Oh, though. I'm sure. Yeah. You like look around and you're like, oh yeah, I'm not a hoarder by any means. I don't have a ton <laughs> of stuff. Like this will be easy. Yeah. And then you start packing and you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then my, my mom was, was going to originally follow my brother that Tuesday night and mm-hmm. drive late into the night all the way up there. Okay. And, uh, you know, they'd unpack the her bed there and she'd sleep that first night there, probably starting at two in the morning, you know, as a sleep. Yeah. Uh, my mom is not comfortable driving in new areas, but even more so at night. Like she's yeah. just terrified of driving at night where she doesn't recognize a place. Right. And so uh, I told my mom, all right, well, okay, that's not a big deal. You get Mike sent away, get all the stuff, take out. You come stay at our house. We'll we'll get, you know, Eli's bed and mattress and everything out. We'll put it in the baby's room. You can sleep there. They'll make a fort on the floor or whatever. You can sleep in that bed. And then you and I will just drive. We'll get up early Wednesday and we'll just drive. We'll be there before the sun goes down. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, that was great. That would work. All planned out. We'll do that. I'll drive her there. Then I'll spend the night, I'll get an Enterprise car, come back, drop it off at our Enterprise here, right. go home the next day. Two-day thing, no big deal. Easy peasy. I uh, <clears throat> book my hotel, which all hotels right now are pretty much doing uh, non-refundable things if it's yeah. within seven days because they needs to make the monies. Uh-huh. So I'm like, all right, well, we know we're doing this, so I'm going to book my hotel. So I booked a hotel in New Braunfels. Or right outside. And uh, I'm like, okay, I need to book a car. I need to have a car ready at the Enterprise uh, in New Braunfels. There's actually two of them. So I go to look and uh, put in the dates, put in, you know, when I'd be picking it up. Sold out of cars that day. Hmm. I'm like, oh, no. Okay, so I'll, I'll check the other one. Sold out of cars that day. Well, that's unfortunate. Okay. I will check the 30 Enterprise locations in San Antonio. Every single one sold out of cars that day. Why? I check every single Enterprise from Clovis all the way to San Antonio. Every single one of them is sold out of cars except for one 15-passenger van in Lubbock on that day. Okay. I'm thinking something has got to be wrong. Something's wrong with the website, obviously. There's no possible way that out of these near 50 Enterprise locations that there is not a single vehicle of any size other than that 15-passenger van available. Okay. So I call. Yeah. I am on the phone for an hour waiting to talk to somebody. And they put in all the information for me, go through that whole thing again. Oh, doesn't it look like we have any cars that day? I'm like, is is something happening that weekend in Texas that I'm unaware of? I don't, I, I don't know. We'll just, we're out. So I hang up. I'm like, okay, well, all right. What do I do now? So now we're going to, I'm just going to drive with her. Like I'm going to drive alongside her. A little convoy. Okay. Take my car. It's not as good, but still, it'll at least be during the day. I can make sure she gets there okay. Yeah. Everything will be fine. But 
my wife actually, you know, my, told my wife about that. She yeah. said, that's that's weird. It's so she starts weird. looking it up. Apparently, this is not a uh, uncommon occurrence right now because Enterprise and other car rental agencies typically get their cars as leftover stock from the previous year's cars. Ah. But the previous year did not really have a new season of cars. Right. And there's also some weird new microchip that all these new rental cars have to have, and there's a shortage of those going on at the same time. Go figure. Combine that with the fact that people are starting to travel again, but most people do not want to fly Mm -hmm. because they don't want to go through that extra hassle or have to wear a mask, and so they're renting cars. So it's all combining to be this crazy shortage of rental cars at all times. Once again, 2020 strikes again. <laughs> you have to book a car like two months in advance right now to guarantee yourself a car. That is insane. Isn't that nuts? That is so nuts. Wow. There's your news for the day, friends. In case you didn't know, now you know. We're here to help. It's a super big bummer. I that... love renting cars. I love them. I always pay the like the $10 a day extra to where I could total that thing and just walk away. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll be eating in there, doing everything I can. Not smoking. That's the only thing that says I can't do. Yeah. You know, I, I make that car my home. <laughs> that, well, that 12-day trip that Deidre and I took, we got this nice car paid for that thing and just there is all be nice and I'm like I will wreck this thing <laughs> this is not my car I paid for full coverage insurance I'll do what I want it's really funny because you know normally when you rent a car you know they have you go around and check mm-hmm. and see if there's any scratches maybe that they missed and yeah. that. but when you buy that thing they're like eh, it doesn't matter we're yeah. not going to charge you for it so. exactly <laughs> Yep. Uh, and that, that is always the nice perk of it because you know, the older that I get, the more introverted I become, and I don't want to deal with the person walking around the car with me. So, yeah, that <laughs> in and of itself is enough for me to pay the $10 extra. Just toss me the keys, pal. Yep, I'm I don't want to talk to you. I got unlimited mileage, and I got this yep. burn it and walk away plan. Mm-hmm. That's good. You might get it back. You might not. But listen. I mean, literally, the first time they, they pitched that to me, that's exactly what they said. They're like... Seriously, you could you could destroy this thing on the highway, and even if it's your fault, you aren't paying a dime. Yeah. And we'll come get you, and we'll get you a new one. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, this is great. And okay. it's not really that much more money. It's not. It's like, I think it's like $12 a day. Yeah. And I'm like, that's... <sighs> That's the best insurance on the planet. It really is. <laughs> I mean, at this point, we should all just like be renting cars from month to month. You get a new car every month. You yeah. don't have to pay for your car payment or pay for extra insurance. What are we all doing? Yeah. Why Why is this not a thing? Anyway, it's not a thing anymore because you can't even get a dang car. It's true. So, bummer. Sorry. Now I just got to hope my car doesn't break down on this trip. Yeah, it won't. (laughs) All right, let's take a break here. When we come back, weird news. Stick around. This week in nerdy news, this is LTNN. Got 
got a couple casting updates from the CW as it pertains to their DC comic series, The Flash. According to Entertainment Weekly, Jessica Parker Kennedy will return as Nora West Allen, a.k.a. XS, in an upcoming episode. Also, according to Deadline, both Tom Cavanaugh and Carlos Valdez, who play Wells and Cisco Ramon, respectively, will be leaving the series after the seventh season. Which uh, tells me maybe that that'll be time to wrap it up. Don't 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 push it. Don't don't overstay your welcome. You've had a you had a good run. <laughs> no pun in, the puns. <laughs> it's completely completely not on purpose. Netflix, of course, breaking with its tradition of canceling its original series after three seasons, is hyping the fact that Stranger Things Season 4 is on the way with a new trailer that focuses on all of Eleven's siblings in a playroom. There is no release date for Season 4, but it's coming. And if you're one of the funders of the tabletop game Station Fall, in which you find yourself on a space station hurtling towards Earth... Well, you can rest assured the game's been funded. In fact, it's been funded six times the amount needed for production. It will be ending this week, so if you want to get in on these early stages, you better head over to Kickstarter right now. That was This Week in Nerdy News. I'm Radio Matt, and this is LTNN. to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And today on the show, the updated CDC guidelines. Everybody's excited for them. I know they are. Everybody say it with Especially me. Mo. <sighs> <laughs> uh, but before we do anything else, I've got five random facts for you. Bring it. Is it about cleaning your room? No. About shrimp? They're random. Dang it. A woodpecker? I missed I miss the theme Okay, ones. okay. I'll, I'll, I'll go back <laughs> Throw next Throw a theme week. one every now and then. Okay. <laughs> it just took a lot of work. <laughs> All right. A woodpecker's tongue actually wraps all the way around its brain, protecting it from damage when it's hammering into a tree. That's, 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 that's uncomfortable to picture. I think it's cool. Yeah, I'm not saying it's not cool. It's just like my brain's trying to form it. Is Woody Woodpecker (laughs) with his brain like jostling around in his head, but it's okay because that tongue is wrapped completely around it. (laughs) We're good. (laughs) All right, if that wouldn't upset you, uh, Henry VIII knighted all four of his grooms of stool. Which were the people who were in charge of wiping his butt for him. Come on. Mm -hmm. Come on. Yep. Parts of the Great Wall of China were made with sticky rice. What? Yeah. How? Don't know why. Don't know how. Patching up holes? Possibly. I mean, I've seen those videos of people like have broken toilets and they stick ramen in them. Yeah. (laughs) I have seen that. Maybe it's kind of like that. Kind of like that. Virginia is the only state that has the same state flower and state tree, which is the dogwood. Oh, weird. Mm-hmm. Okay. And lastly, pilots and their co-pilots are required to eat different meals before flights so that they both don't end up with food poisoning. That's smart. Yeah. That's a smart move. I agree. That's just uh, that's just well thought out planning right there. Yep. Good facts, good facts. All right, weird news time. 
Uh, first up, uh, this is technically a COVID story, but it's not really. A, J- a Japan town builds itself a giant squid statue with COVID relief money. Okay. You see that statue? Right yeah, there? it's kind of weird looking. But giant hey, squid. Kind of cool. Uh, seaside Town in Japan has raised eyebrows after it used funding from an emergency COVID-19 relief grant to build a giant statue of a squid. The 13-meter-long sea creature lies in the port of Noto, where flying squid is the town's delicacy. It reportedly used 25 million yen, which is the equivalent of $228,500 of the emergency funding to build the statue. Hmm. Yeah. So nearly a quarter of a million dollars to build this thing. Uh, Note officials have told local media it's part of a long-term plan to lure tourists back after the pandemic. Okay. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go see that giant squid. Go get your picture taken with the giant squid. It's on the side of the road, isn't it? That's what it looks it like. It really looks well. I, oh, well, no. you can see like yeah. a yeah. It's by the it's by the ocean. Okay. It's by the ocean. From where I'm sitting, it looked the ocean looked like a road, mm. and I was like, "Well, that's kind of a strange place." Well, this the in front of it looks like it could be a road. Sure. It could be. Could be. Could mm-hmm. be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so they did that. They did that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like when you lend money to a friend, you just gotta think of it like, well, that money's gone. Don't expect it back. Yeah. And they're going to do what they want with it. Exactly. You gave them that money. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's not when you lend money to a friend. That's when you give money to that's a friend. True. Lending. The point is don't lend it. You do expect it back. <laughs> Uh, Next up, teen accidentally moves into retirement village after signing a lease without viewing the property in person. (laughs) Is this this Lark? (laughs) (laughs) A teenager has discovered firsthand why it's important to view a property before signing the lease after she accidentally found herself living in a retirement village. Madison Cahot, 19, found the two-bedroom apartment online ahead of a move from Oklahoma to Arkansas, but it wasn't until she arrived that she realized exactly what she'd signed up for. In fact, the teen lived in her new home for a week, confused as to why all of her neighbors were over the age of 65, before she stumbled across a sign explaining she was actually in a senior living community. Mm -hmm. Madison took to TikTok, where she shared her blunder with her followers, showing a clip of her browsing for apartments on her laptop before posing in front of the sign, which reads... Senior Citizen Apartments. <clears throat> wow. Uh, the clip, which has been viewed millions of times, prompted the 19-year-old to film another video detailing how her life in the retirement village was going so far. <laughs> she says, uh, how is life at the old folks' home, you might ask? Well, let me show you. Whenever I get home, it's usually super quiet because most of my neighbors are asleep by the time I get home. Madison wanted to say that one major perk about the apartment is that she can play music whenever she wants to, because most of them can't hear. Another fun thing about living in the old folks' home is that I can always hear about the tea in the town whenever I want. The gossip. Yeah. Before adding another positive is that whenever she comes home from a long day at work, uh, everyone always asks how she's doing. It's just very nice. And uh, lastly, then she joked, and just remember, if you're struggling with rent, start your retirement early. So, those poor old folks were probably just as confused as she was. <laughs> Is she just really young looking? What 
what you doing here, little girl? What are you using on your skin? You <laughs> obviously must be an old person, but... You must tell us. And uh, lastly, Elon Musk says that uh, those first people that are going to be exploring Mars, that's, that's not going to be like a rich people thing. It's going to be people who will probably die. You might not come back alive, but it'll, it'll be a glorious adventure. Uh, last year, Elon Musk caused a stir when he said something provocative, but ultimately correct. There's a good chance that the first Mars settlers will die. Now, the SpaceX mastermind, who is dead set on colonizing the Red Planet, is doubling down on that sentiment. In a recent live stream, touting his $100 million Prize winner reward for whoever can figure out carbon removal... Musk dispelled the notion that the initial Mars journey will be some escape hatch for rich people. Mm. Uh, he said, going to Mars reads like an like that ad for Shackleton going to the Antarctic. Uh, you know, it's dangerous. It's uncomfortable. It's a long journey. You might not come back alive, but it's a glorious adventure, and it will be an amazing experience. You probably won't have good food if it's arduous and if an arduous and dangerous journey where you may not come back alive, but it's a glorious adventure. Sounds appealing. Mars is the place for you. That's the ad. That's the ad for Mars. Honestly, a bunch of people will probably die in the beginning. It's tough sledding over there. We're not going to make anyone go. It's volunteers only. (laughs) I mean, that's the sales pitch. I mean, you would go down in history. Honest. You would go down in history. Sure. First colonizer of Mars. I guess. I don't know. I mean, I mean, mean, yeah. He's crazy. He's crazy, man. Mm-hmm. Why do we want to live on Mars? Why does anyone um, want to go nope, on Mars? I don't we want, want to live, live on, on Mars. Mars. <laughs> do you There's want no to reason. live on Mars? There's no reason to go to Mars. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> it's a dead planet. Why would we go there? You're not going to revitalize a planet. We can't revitalize our own planet. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, man. So... We, uh, we are going to talk about the latest updated CDC guidelines for vaccines and masks. But first, let's just uh, recap the COVID rules. Good grief. By watching a quick informative video while listening to a quick informative video uh, from Trey Kennedy. You ready for this? No. Here we go. 2021 COVID rules. Thanks for coming. Oh, sir. Over the nose, please. Thank you. Oh, you're drinking a coffee? You can take it off. <laughs> the pandemic's been going on for a while, so I'm here to get us updated on the rules. Been over a year, still unclear. So I'm here. Have no fear. Stop rhyming. Okay, yeah, let's get into it. First things first, let's talk restaurants. We love them, we wanna to go to them. There's a few rules. COVID's tricky, folks. We found out that uh, as long as you're sitting down and eating, it cannot get you. Yeah, just remember for the test, once you sit, COVID has to quit. Got it? We know it's more dangerous inside, so we love eating outside. But what if it's too cold? Uh, build walls and a roof and climate control outside. COVID's tricked and thinks it's a patio. They leave you alone. Say you have nine people going to grab a dinner. You gotta split up five and four. You're good to go. As long as nine of you walk all in together, but then separate the restaurant, and then you all nine leave together, we're good. And that's how we beat this. That's how we beat it. Let's talk airplanes, right? Who's gotten bitten by the travel bug? Well, we all got bit by a travel bat. So there's some rules now. Any airport terminal, you're going to need to social distance. That's enforced, okay? Uh, until you actually get on the airplane and then you're breathing in recycled air with strangers and rubbing their elbows. <laughs> because remember this, social distance with care unless you're in the air. That's right. That's allowed. Let's talk sports. What do we know about COVID? It's transferred via close contact, exchanging of fluids, so that's why we brought sports back almost immediately. <laughs> Before schools or weddings or funerals or anything. Because it's awesome. You'll notice players are playing without masks, but once they're on the sidelines, they have to wear masks. 
COVID respects the game. That's right, it's not gonna check in, folks. <laughs> All right, remember, on the quarter field okay, after the game, stay away. No handshakes, none of that. And then churches. Churches vary across the board. You never know. Some opened immediately. Some just opened up. They're still wearing masks. They're baptizing people with masks on. <laughs> like they're getting waterboarded. Is that a pastor? Or someone from Guantanamo Bay? Perhaps most confusing about the rules, it's going to vary state to state. So we're going to highlight some of the more important ones. So just so you know. California, remember, always sunny in 75. Do not go outside. <laughs> no beaches, no hikes, no patios. Uh, really no going outside unless you're homeless. You're, yeah. Kind of living life over there. <laughs> Florida, always sunny in 75, only the strong survive. Oh, it is anarchy down there. It's crazy. What else? What else? Portland? I would just, I would, I would just stay away. I'm not sure what's going on there. They have a few problems. Uh, so, uh, great coffee though. And finally, folks, whether we like it or not, the mask has been kind of politicized. It's interesting, right? Republicans, they really want to not live in fear. So they, a lot of them might not mask up as much because they don't want to live in fear. So that's why they also carry a nine millimeter on their person. Now Democrats, they're gonna focus more on, they're really gonna social distance unless there is a Coachella-sized protest happening down the street. Uh, you know, we're all different, it's fine. But Democrat or Republican, state or what state, we can all agree on one type of person we love. People who drive in a car with a mask on. Mask on while you drive, how are you still alive? That's gonna be on the test. Yeah, how'd you make it this far in life? What are you doing, pal? <laughs> but things are looking up here in the US. A lot of vaccines coming out. I mean, we really botched the first part of this, but now we're bouncing back because we have a lot of money. <laughs> Is there anything more American than really screwing up and then fixing it just because we're rich and powerful? Before we leave, guys, I have one bonus riddle. <laughs> Who can answer it? I'm 19, I've traveled the world, but I'm quite the night owl. Who am I? COVID? Oh. You got it, right? COVID loves to stay up late and party, party. That's why we close the uh, the bars at 10 p.m. to avoid that. Thanks for attending 2021 COVID rules. Cases are down as well as the logic, but the good vibes are coming up. Okay, I'll see you next semester. I'm gonna go uh, hang out with my grandma. Okay, see ya. Thank you. <laughs> this might be the best video I have seen concerning COVID in a long time. Long. And what's really sad slash funny is that everything that he said is accurate. It's true. Like this is the crazy back yeah. and forth logic that mm -hmm. <laughs> that we're supposed to live by. Yeah, it's COVID gospel right there. <laughs> Without a doubt. I mean, it's just, it's nuts. It's nuts. So we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, uh, we're going to talk about the CDC's new guidelines and how they still don't seem to make sense. Stick around. I'm Danasa McPherson, and this is Reviews of the Nerds. Today, I'm reviewing Deliverance Board Game, created by Andrew Lowen and his team at Lowen Games. The Deliverance Game, as described on their website, is a tactical combat adventure about angels, demons, and the saints caught between. When you start the game, you get to choose your hero out of eight elite angel warriors. Your mission is to protect and deliver the saints by defeating the demon bosses and their minions. You get stronger with each demon you defeat, along with new talents and heavenly treasures. Watch out though, because the demons can also gain their own talents which can change their behavior and potentially the outcome of the game. Deliverance is currently available to play on Tabletop Simulator and 1-4 to four players. 
If you want to connect with other players, you can join them on their Discord. The physical board game will be hitting Kickstarter on June 8th. You can find out more on their newly updated website at DeliveranceTheGame.com and on Facebook at Deliverance Game Insiders. I was impressed by the very thorough and thought-out handbook. They kept in mind the differing levels of gamers when putting it together. As a noob, I could understand, play, and enjoy the game. I absolutely love the faith component, rich story, strategic battle, and beautiful art. I give Deliverance a 10 out of 10 and will be among the first supporters on Kickstarter on June 8th. That way, I could be one step closer to a physical copy of the board game. I'm Danessa McPherson, reminding you to gear up and play a game today. Welcome back to the Background Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And today we're hesitantly talking about the new CDC guidelines for vaccinated and unvaccinated. Uh, but before we do that, we've got a Who Said It quiz. And today's quiz is a friends focus <gasps> quiz per what? Mo's request. What? Uh, now, this quiz has what? many, many possible answers. Ugh. Okay. Mm-hmm. But each is only used once. Okay. So there will not be multiple quotes from multiple people. One quote, one person. There are 15 quotes, 15 different characters who say them. Oh, good gravy. <laughs> four minutes to get through them all. So I will read the quote. Do and... I get to know who the 15 different people are? No. Ross, Rachel, Joey, Phoebe, Monica, and Chandler. There's six. That's six. Great. <laughs> Great. So nine, six main characters, nine secondary. Yeah. Lovely. Come on. You've watched the show all the way through how many times? Oh, I countless. Okay. Honestly, countless. You should be able to have, you should know these characters backwards and forwards. Maybe. <laughs> so let's give it a shot. We got four minutes. <clears throat> and here are we ago. That's our friend Tanya. <laughs> That's our friend Tanya. Mm-hmm. Nope. I'll give you the names, all right? Janice, Susie Underpants, Chandler, Monica, Joey, Jack Geller, Phoebe, Estelle, Ben, Ross, Rachel, Susan, Judy Geller, Carol, and Richard. Was Carol on there? Susan and Carol both are on there. Yes. Shoot. It's one of the two of them. That's our friend Tanya. Carol. Correct. Okay. You have to take a course. I, can I see? I let like. Can you see him? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have to take a course. I don't know. <laughs> Already a minute in here. <laughs> can I skip? I don't know this one. Okay, you're funny. Oh, God, <laughs> you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> I don't even know who Susie Underpants is. <laughs> You're funny. Uh, Good gravy. I don't. But I skip. <laughs> I'm a human doodle. Chandler. Nope. nope. My sandwich. Ross. 
Boom. Correct. It's the humidity. Uh, Monica. What's that tanning place? The sun. Was that tanning place the sun? Chandler. Uh, 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 correct. He's her lobster. Phoebe. Uh, paper, snow, a ghost. Joey. We're going to be baby buddies. Uh, Janice. Uh, good job. Have you ever seen me ecstatic? Or have you ever seen me ecstatic? Mm, Jack? No. Nope. Mm. Why don't you call me in 20 years and tell me if you're still upset about this? Oh, good gravy. I don't know. Who needs glasses? <sighs> Richard. Correct. I had to shave my ears for tonight. <laughs> Jack. Correct. No, you weren't supposed to put beef in the trifle. It did not taste good. Judy. You have to take a course. Oh, man. Say Susie Underpants. No. no. Okay. You're funny. Say Susie Underpants. <laughs> no. no. Why don't you call me in 20 years or something if you're so upset about this? Susie Underpants. There, there we go. go. <laughs> <laughs> you got 11 out of 15. I mean, it's not bad. <laughs> not bad. The only ones you didn't get were for non-main characters, except who, for the Rachel one. Who were they? Uh, you didn't get Estelle, Ben, Susan, or Rachel. Ben? Ben had a quote? Yeah. Okay, I want to go back and I want to... You're funny. That was Ben. You're funny was Ben. <clears throat> was it? Uh-huh. He says it to Rachel when she teaches him... Um, uh, oh, what are... Pranks. Okay. <sighs> Call me in 20 years and tell me if you're still mad. Upset Estelle, maybe. Estelle. I don't remember the other two quotes. I don't either. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm bummed. That's it's a, got 11 that's out of 15 a, in three minutes. That's a pretty big bummer. <laughs> Man. We'll do another one next week. We'll see if you do better. Okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's a C. That's a good C. It's average. That's average. In 16 years, I have watched that show... <laughs> Out of 16 years, I've watched it at least 15 years every single night going to bed. Man. Uh, all right. Well, it's hoping to get you on a good, nope. good uh, mindset nope. before we jump into this topic. <sighs> all right. So. Can I, I, how about, I'll leave and I'll let you finish out. Just, <laughs> I'll just talk. Yeah, just give me a call when you you're know, ready for me to come back You know, I did the first one in. myself. The first one, or. That was me protesting. Not the first one. The second one we we ever did. It was me protesting ahead of time. I think you were on a cruise uh, or something. I think that was the cruise, that last cruise you went on or something. <laughs> if I only I had a, known. Because I did a, a one called, is, is, this a, is COVID-19 a judgment from God? <laughs> did my own didn't go well not a great episode <laughs> i'm like well maybe <laughs> it, it's possible all right so the um the president came out on on national tv outside uh alone in a big open area wearing a mask to announce that uh now, if you're fully vaccinated, you can be outside with a you know a small group of fully vaccinated people without your mask on. <laughs> and I thought, did uh, did we ever stop doing? 
who, who, who gets together with a couple of people in the great outdoors wearing their masks? Unless they're going to be like playing a game of hacky sack where they're all facing each other while they sneeze. So this past week, Topher had a tennis match. Yeah. And we went. It was at the school here in town. We went. There weren't a whole lot of people there. Um, but there, there was a good amount, but we were still all able to be more than six feet apart. Yeah. And we were approached and asked, do you have masks? You need to put them on. Interesting. Chris was not happy. I'll bet. I'm outside. I'm more than six feet apart from anyone else that I do not live with. This is garbage. Yep. Uh, so anyway, that was the big, that was the big announcement, uh, 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 about two weeks ago now, Mm -hmm. but the CDC has actually come out with a whole, you know, list of things of what unvaccinated and fully vaccinated people can do with or without masks. Mm -hmm. So you can walk, run, wheelchair, roll, or bike outdoors with members of your household with no mask, whether you're vaccinated or not. Okay. Members of your household. You can attend small outdoor gatherings with fully vaccinated family and friends. Mask with no mask. You can attend a small outdoor gathering with fully vaccinated and unvaccinated people. If you're unvaccinated, you have to wear a mask. If you're not, you don't. Oh, so I could have just been like, I've been vaccinated. Yeah. And then, (laughs) okay, noted. Then we get to uh, dining in an outdoor restaurant with friends from multiple households. This is considered a less safe activity if Mm -hmm. you are unvaccinated. So there's a big yellow. This is like a, you better think about this. And even if you do it, you better be wearing that mask. You can do that uh, if you're vaccinated with no mask Mm -hmm. because you're still outdoors. But then it gets to attend a crowded outdoor event, like a live performance, a parade, or a sporting event which would include your tennis game, even though there's not a lot of people there. Even if you're vaccinated, you have to wear a mask. Stupid. Even if you're vaccinated. Uh, Then we get to indoor activities. If there's any indoor activity, even if you're vaccinated, you have to wear a mask. Why? Basically, the main prevention measures are still fully vaccinated people must wear a mask, unvaccinated people... Must wear a mask, stay six feet apart, and wash your hands. So we don't have to wash our hands if we're vaccinated. Dang. Apparently. I mean, that's enough reason right there for me to be fully vaccinated. I ain't got to wash my hands ever. I never washed my hands before COVID. So this is a big relief. I cannot wait for my second shot. Can I? (laughs) It's probably Chris's biggest pet peeve about me, and this is probably going to really freak you out. Do you really not wash your hands? I I do not wash my hands very often. I don't. I'll just go ahead and put it out there. I don't. If I'm cooking, I will wash my hands. Not for any, or not for me, but for everyone else, because I know that it freaks everybody else out. Yeah, it's kind of gross. But if it were up to me, I would not wash my hands. Listen. What about after you use the restroom? It depends. (laughs) Depends Depends on on if my hands got anywhere near anything. Look, I mean, men are the same way. If we're able to not touch it. Then why listen, what is why bother? Listen, we're no, there's a line that's slowly we're inching toward crossing. But I'll just say I feel like men have a greater chance of touching things when using the bathroom than what women do. I'm just saying. 
And yet I know most men don't wash their hands after the bathroom. <laughs> Am I wrong? Uh, no, I'm not. I don't, I'm I mean, not. I, I, don't, I don't know if I could say most men don't. Okay, um, most men that you know. How about that? I don't, I don't, I'm not in there with them. How can I tell, I can tell you? <laughs> I haven't been in a public restroom with a, you know, a bunch of other men that I know since high school. And even then I ain't paying attention to their habits. I would always notice if someone came out of the toilet, like pooped and didn't go wash their hands. Cause that was too far. Yeah. Like, oh, come on. No. Yeah. Even if you think you daintily wiped sure. and didn't get any problem, I, I can you are surrounded that. by poop particles. Just clean it off a little, please. <laughs> <laughs> and by it, I mean your hands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got it. So anyway, 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 anyway. we've been told this whole time that, uh, about masks the whole time that, we had to wear them even if we didn't care if we caught the virus because the mask wasn't there to protect you. Mm-hmm. It was to protect others from you uh-huh. because you might have it and not know it. The mask lowers the risk of you spreading it, but it's not very effective to keep you from catching it. So, so you would think if that if you were fully vaccinated, even sure. though you can't carry it, or you can't catch it, you should still be wearing your mask because it's more about other people. And am, am I wrong? Essentially, yeah. Like, shouldn't it not be likely that we could spread the disease? Now, the question is, can vaccinated people be carriers? Which, you know, yes, the, the, the possibility exists, but it is extremely low. And the only way that you could be a carrier is if you have it. But uh, it's still if, if you do catch COVID nineteen, if you're fully vaccinated, you likely won't show any symptoms, or if you do, they'll be very, very mild. And you know, people that have it but don't show symptoms do not very easily transfer it to other people. So, how low of a percentage do we have to get to in risk <laughs> before we can just? So anyway. Uh, The CDC and the World Health Organization have said for months that asymptomatic people are highly unlikely to spread the disease. Not impossible, but it's highly unlikely. Uh, Fully vaccinated people are at extremely low risk of catching COVID at all. And if we do, we are extremely low risk of spreading it. So how low risk is low risk enough to just go on with our normal lives? We've been told COVID-19 will be around forever now, like the flu. So how much longer before we just accept this is the normal and go back to what we were doing before Mm -hmm. with the flu. The issue right now is that we are in this tipping point of everyone's complaining, well, we don't have enough people vaccinated. But at this point, it's not because there's not enough vaccines. At this point, it's because there are people that just don't want it. A lot of people that just don't want it. They're making the choice, I would rather risk catching the disease than getting it. See, uh, before we had the vaccines, I understood at least the mentality behind it. There are a lot of people out there who have no protection against this if they come in contact with it. And so using the thing of it's my body, my choice kind of thing with the mask deal, that was risky. It was definitely up for debate because, like you said, the mask wasn't for you. It was for protecting other people. But here we're at this point now where, okay, now there's a vaccine. 
So what are we waiting on? If people don't want to take it, that is their choice, and therefore they've accepted any consequences of, uh, mm-hmm. if I catch it, I catch it. We're no longer at a place where people need to be protected. People 16 and up now can get it. There's pretty much no waiting anywhere in America. We have so many vaccines, we are now shipping a bunch of them to India. So Mm -hmm. every single person in America can protect themselves. If they haven't, they've been doing, they're they're choosing not to do so. So Mm -hmm. let us get back to normal, right? Yeah. And then they will catch it. That will fill in the gap to get us to herd immunity. Right. I mean, that's all I got. I mean, and this, this it, could be a short episode. It really could be. <laughs> we but can't keep doing this. It makes the most sense. And I just don't understand when logic is going to overrule fear. Mm-hmm. When are we all going to put on our logical hats and sit down and be like, you know what, guys? This It makes sense. We can't deny it anymore. We can't keep fear-mongering anymore. We right. can't keep highlighting the most worse of all situations in all cases and just pretending like logic and rationality doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. I mean, truly. Yeah. Like we, we are beyond the point where we can use the argument of, well, if you don't wear your mask, you're going to kill grandma because at this point, there's nothing stopping a single person, especially senior citizens from getting the vaccine. Yeah. Even even if they're homebound, they will bring it to your house. There is nothing stopping you from getting the vaccine now mm-hmm. other than yourself. And that is your personal choice. Mm-hmm. So there is now nobody to protect. Mm-hmm. But we are entering in, at least in our state and in a couple other places, we are entering now a, a moving of the goalposts yet again. Uh-huh. Our state has been using this color-coded system for all the counties on how well you've been doing based on... Uh, transmissions, new cases, hospitals, blah, 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 Which blah. is essentially what we use for elementary students sure. so that they know what kind of day they had. Sure. <laughs> Did you land on green today? And so, and it started with, with you know, uh, a red, yellow, green, and we all wanted to get to green. And then we were doing so well, we went far beyond green. They created a whole new color. They put turquoise up there at the top. And even that's still not normal, but it was a lot, you know, more relaxed, you know, and things have been opening up, and that's been great. And schools open back up full time, uh, you know, five days a week. It's been it's been nice to have things open back up slightly. But now they've added a new uh, qualifier, pardon me, qualifier for that color coded system that will continually get bigger each two weeks, mm-hmm. and that is how many people got vaccinated per capita. And right now, at least in our state, and I'm pretty sure most of America, everybody who like really wanted to get the vaccine has gotten it. Yeah. And so now what we're at is a point where we're trying to convince people who don't want it. You're to get forcing it. people who don't want it and who have genuine, for the most part, have genuine concerns about getting it. Mm-hmm. You're forcing and their real, hand. And at that's something. realistic. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not unbelievable. This is a brand new, super fast developed vaccine, one of which is having blood clot problems. That is very concerning. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry, but if we, all of a sudden, if we came up with this new, high-powered, energy-efficient airplane that took 
historic amounts of time <laughs> to create, to build, to get out there on the runways. Do you want to be the first person? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to put your family and yourself on that first flight? No. Probably not. I mean, it's a reasonable fear. And if the fear of that outweighs their fear of catching COVID, which has a 99.8% survival rating for most people, 100% if you're under 16, then isn't that their option now? So it's not, it's not even just like we have to hit this certain number of people per capita uh, each, each two weeks. It's the goal will rise every two weeks. So you got to hit like this many this week, and then it's going to go up 5% two weeks later and up 5%. So we don't, it's not just having to convince people to go out there, but we have to continue to convince more and more and more people to yeah. go out there or our color system is going to keep going back down to red. Again, you're forcing people to do something. It's host- It's being held hostage. Yeah. Which it's not at okay. this point is not helpful. This is not flattening the curve. This is, there's no need for it. Look at freaking Texas. It is right next door to us. Texas is still trending down in every single metric. They are doing phenomenally, and they are 100% open. Now, businesses can make their own decision, and many of them have, to continue to require masks when you're inside. That's your prerogative. You own a business, that's your prerogative. But the state in and of itself is free to do as it pleases, and it's going great. Florida is doing the same thing. The places that we're seeing spikes right now in America are the places that have been extremely locked down. Mm -hmm. And that's how it's been. Mm -hmm. That's how it's been most of this ride. The places that have been the most locked down have gotten the biggest spikes because they're not letting nature run its course. This this whole 15 days, you know, we celebrated the year of 15 days to slow the spread. That whole thing was exactly that. Slow the spread to reduce the the uh, burden on the hospitals with the idea that all of us are going to get this. We just want to spread it out so we don't all get it at the same time. So we don't overwhelm our resources. Right. It makes sense. So why? That made sense. <laughs> so why is it such a surprise? Right now, everything that's happening, I don't get it. Why does it still change every month with a whole new system? Listen. I don't want to be talking about And I know Mo hates me for bringing this up. I don't want to keep talking about this. <laughs> I'm really beginning to wonder if it's a bunch of 14-year-olds running all of this. Because I genuinely feel like I am having a conversation with my middle child. Like, trying to explain these things is like trying to explain daily tasks to him. He he finds every single way to argue and to nitpick and to think of the worst case scenario about absolutely everything to where I'm finally like, just think about it logically. (laughs) That's all you gotta do. Why? 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 Do I feel like 14-year-olds are running our country right now? And, look, we're not, we're not wacko, like, 
anti-protection people. We're not super far left, you know, neo-Nazis or, or far right neo-Nazis or anything like that. We're reasonable people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I believe. <laughs> I want to believe that we're reasonable yeah, people. For the most part. And we have and we have wanted to do the best that we can uh through all of these different uh restrictions, guess, uh, yeah, restrictions and, and, and and just moving of the goalposts every uh-huh. other month. You know, we've been doing our best to, to you know, play along and be helpful and, and help society feel good and feel better. I just I just don't understand it. There comes a time where being a good citizen goes on both ends. Yeah. Being a good citizen on our end means being respectful and complying, if you will. Understanding that there are certain restrictions and rules put in place for the safety, the overall safety. We get that. I understand that. I'm willing to do that. Okay? Being a good citizen on the other end means doing your research. Mm-hmm. Being honest. Not fear-mongering. Not giving me the worst-case scenario all the time. No, be realistic with me. Be honest. And then allow me... To have my human right, my American right, honestly, to make a decision. Being a good citizen has to be on both sides, not just one. Yeah. And uh, the last the last thing, which uh, the last thing that he or one of the last things that uh, Trey Kennedy brought up in that video that we listened to earlier was about how, you know, it's been politicized. And uh, the truth is that they did a study on COVID news being presented uh, by the major news networks compared to uh, news presented in other countries. And America was at the top of the uh, of the list with 73% of the news about COVID spread throughout the you know entirety of this so far has been negative. And that even as things have gotten better over time, the negative news stories actually rose mm-hmm. on the news. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's there's a political agenda behind it as well. There is a, behind everything. These days. Everything is politics right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's infuriating because the politics and your devotion to your you know, side. That, that side yeah. is making you react illogically. Mm-hmm. And that's on both sides. That's on yeah. both sides. Absolutely. It is painting a me versus you mentality. Right. That's all this world is right now. Yeah. In America. Instead of let's go back to what it was in 9-11. You know, one of the worst things that has ever happened historically in our lifetime. The worst thing I would I would probably say. In our lifetime. In our lifetime. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And yet the overall feeling was not divide. It was not division. It was unity. Yeah. And that's because a lot of what was put in front of us was pushing us towards unification mm-hmm. as a country. Yeah. When it came to unity, that was a great two months. Yeah. <laughs> Coming together. We actually stopped hating each other for just a little bit. Just a little bit. And it was great. <laughs> it was great. Anyway. This, uh, we don't mean to make it sound like a rant every time we have to go through this, but Listen, there's just, there's just, if you make me talk about it, I'm going to make it sound like a rant. <laughs> I'm bitched. It's my right. 
I just can't. Like, I, don't don't go into a, a grocery store and rip off your mask and get your phone out and start yelling at people or spitting at people or coughing on people on purpose. You know, don't do any kind of stupid thing like that because that's going too far in the other direction. I I do not like that we have to play along. Mm-hmm. Still, mm-hmm. when just reason doesn't support it anymore, right? Because I mean, every flu season now, every flu season before COVID has now been worse than what we're at right now. Like this should be normal now. We should just go back to normal now. The risk is far below any flu season was prior to this. Mm-hmm. At this point, and maybe it wasn't at the beginning, but at this point. Definitely is. At this point, we have reached the point where anybody who wants a vaccine can get it. Make your own choice. You catch it. You catch it. That was on you. But at least you made the choice and you had it. Mm-hmm. How much longer? How much longer? How much longer can we be forced to play along I'm, with I'm the ridiculousness? I'm not really sure. I will tell you this, though. This past week, I had a situation where Chris went to work. He Chris works inside of a very small, confined space. Yeah. Um, and so he went to work. He was talking with someone who he noticed was acting kind of weird, you know, was very protective about keeping his mask up. And so they're there for about 15 minutes. And finally, Chris says, dude, what are you doing? What? And the guy says, well, I haven't been feeling well the last few days. My wife doesn't feel well. I'm just trying to be careful. And Chris rolls his eyes, walks out, goes and tells the higher ups, higher ups are like, okay, you need to go get tested. We need to do our due diligence. Go, everybody go home. Everybody's under self quarantine for two weeks or until he gets a negative test result. I am at work when Chris calls to tell me this. I then go to the medical professional within the building (laughs) and say, I need to advise you of something. Please tell me what to do. I tell her the story. She says, Just so you know, you're not considered a close contact. You can sleep in the same bed as your husband every single night up until he ever feels symptoms. You will not be considered a close contact. She then asks, have you had your vaccine? I said, no. She said, okay. I said, how would that have changed anything? She said, it wouldn't have. (laughs) And therein lies the problem. Yeah. What what benefit are we really getting by getting vaccinated right now? There's just it's being presented as the 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 final step that yeah. we have to take to go back to normal, and yet I still have to wear my masks when I'm outside in a group of more than six people. Yeah. What? what is I'm so confused. What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> All of that to say, none of it still makes any sense. Yeah. We why, can all just why do our start best. now, I guess. Why start now? Let's yeah. just keep the trend alive. Why start making I mean, sense at least, now? At least, if there's anything that we can say, at least they're consistent. And we, we've been consistently inconsistent this whole time. So there you go. Make America great again. I can't talk. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> consistently inconsistent. I'm just saying. I'm bringing back the positivity. I mean, you yeah. know, that could have applied to Trump's presidency as well. Listen, consistently inconsistent. Take it how you want it. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of a 
disinfectant you can inject into your uh-huh, exactly. <laughs> Maybe that was the answer. Maybe we all missed it. Maybe we should have been. I'm not going to be surprised at anything <laughs> at this point anymore. I'm not. Clorox in the bloodstream. Oh, gosh. Just saying. <laughs> Everybody who has tattoos has like some sort of super superhuman power that we never knew about. Should be distributing uh, blood cells from from yeah, tattoo people. Exactly, yeah. we've got the antibodies. It's got it's got to exist somewhere. Is yeah, what we're saying. Oh, <laughs> uh, just just uh, we're gonna take one more break. Don't go anywhere because when we come back, we're gonna share our latest Twitter poll about cleaning your room. More back room morning show to come. Stick around. What's up, nerd? You digging this podcast? Well, the audio enjoyment doesn't end there. Visit LTNOnAir.com and make LTN Radio your new go-to for the best Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie, as well as our exclusive LTN shows and podcasts, some of which air on the station before they're available anywhere else. Visit LTNOnAir.com to listen now and find the link to our app. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the Backroom Morning Show as things are winding down for the day. But first, we wanted to know, do you clean your room as an adult? Mm-hmm. It is National Clean Your Room Day, so we asked that question. And uh, we gave you four possible answers. Nah, bless this mess. Yes, I am responsible. Only if company's coming. Or only if I see bugs or rats. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think the number one answer was? Um... I don't think it's only if company's coming because you close your door when company's coming. Like, how many people are you going to let in your bedroom? For real, right? I mean, that's where I throw the mess is in my bedroom <laughs> when people are coming. Sweep it all in here. Um, I'm going to say, nah, bless this mess. Uh, not even close. Really? Yes, I'm responsible. Came in with 51.4%. You're also a liar. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm a liar. <laughs> the second one was only if company's coming at 34.3. Y'all just straight lying. <laughs> nah, bless this mess is at 11.4%. And then 2.9, only if I see bugs or rats. <laughs> we, got, we got 11% of people who are honest. <laughs> you are my people. Uh, let's end with our verse for the day. Our verse for the day is Ecclesiastes 4.10. For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him who is alone when he falls and has not another to lift him up. That's going to do it for our show today. Uh, be sure to check out all of what we do online at lovethynerd.com. We've got amazing articles on all things nerdy as well as this show, LT and Radio, and our other podcasts and videos. If you'd like to directly support our mission and become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, and specifically with LT and Radio, then please visit lovethynerd.com slash partner, and you can choose LT and Radio from the drop-down menu. Love Thy Nerd is a quality. 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible. Make sure you're following us on all the socials at, at the back row LTN, at LTN on air, and at Love Thy Nerd. To get more involved with the show and our other projects, and to continue the conversation, you can join our Discord at backrowdiscord.com. You can also find us hanging out at the Love Thy Nerd community Facebook group and at lovethynerd.com slash discord. Lastly, remember that we air first exclusively on LTN Radio, LTNonair.com, every Monday through Thursday at 8 a.m. 
a.m. Eastern with an encore at 10 a.m. But if you miss a day or just can't catch the show live, find the Back Row Morning Show podcast version on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review. All of that helps us out immensely. We'll be back tomorrow morning, and we hope you will, too. Mo, final thoughts. Make America America again. <laughs> Once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise that it's true. Jesus, Jesus loves, loves you, nerd. nerd.